Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Geeks and One Noob, where we gather friends of similar interests and maybe not so similar and discuss, joke, learn more about, and generally have fun with geek culture. Today, we are talking Hogwarts Legacy. Spoiler alert, Frodo lives. (laughs) Frodo lives? (laughs) Kidding. No. Anyway. Yes. He threw the one ring into the, the, the negative zone. Where the, the and then he used the portal gun to send it back to uh, back to the, the Shire, so he'd still have it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Vulcans got involved, and yep. And the then Tilt the st- came out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Tilt came out. Yeah. <gasps> anyway, all right. So <laughs> let's talk Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, I myself have only played a couple hours of it. Um, through arguably all three of us can say we've only played a couple of hours i the couple literally of hours a couple of hours, okay. but <laughs> yes you guys have played a few more than me yes <laughs> yeah you're at two hours ish david uh, you're at 12 hours like right at and I think. i'm at about 30 so just a couple hours more than you yeah, you know? just, yeah just a few <laughs> that has basically been the only thing i've done in my free time over the last week <laughs> Yeah, I, I only got to play a little bit on Saturday, uh, which was the couple of days after it came out. Um, and what I saw of it was amazing. <laughs> it's just this game has been incredible. Like, I feel like this could already have the game of the year. Oh, so, yeah. But I think the really the only game I can see giving it any competition is going to be Tears of the Kingdom. But that doesn't come out till May. So we still have several months until we see what happens with that. But yeah, yep. Just everything about the game it just feels like it's so well done it's like even with the graphics i've seen a few people complain about it being quote-unquote dated graphics i'm like well the game's been in like development for a long time now so six years something like that yeah Yeah, so it's like the graphics aren't going to be perfect but they're also really friggin' good oh yeah honestly the only thing i've seen so far that i haven't liked is the same thing as with every other video game is just the facial movement yeah the facial movement is always kind of a pain point in a lot of video games. Like, yeah. I feel like it's better than Mass Effect. <laughs> it's better than a lot of games, but <laughs> like it just looks so clean visually. The mechanics, yeah. the gameplay, yeah, the, the world, the visuals of the the castle, the 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 outer grounds. I mean, ugh. yeah. I mean, like being able to just travel anywhere and like i said i haven't even gotten to that point but i've i watched my brother-in-law play uh because i think he's about the 20 or so hours in and he's about where i am yeah he had text the other day that he was about the 27 hour mark yeah and, and that was exactly where i was on that same day so nice. yeah <laughs> i'm sure he's gotten much farther by now but yeah <laughs> probably yeah so he's he, he and i are probably on pace with each other about yeah. the 30 ish hour mark yeah um, but yeah, so, uh, we'll open it up here, uh, for some, some kind of open-ended questions here, but like, um, like what, what are some of the things that have impressed you the most about the game? I think the combat has been one of the top things for me personally. Um, I went into it, not really sure what to expect. I was looking forward to the game, but I kind of had low expectations for the combat just because we really haven't seen anything like magic based combat like this that has been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so 
when I got into the combat and started playing around with it, seeing like the more the basic attack and then the way you've got to combine spells and like how you can string them together and whatnot to do different combos, I was really impressed with the way that it was set up and the way that they did it. And just it, it's so clean and fluid. I think that I guess if I had to make a complaint about the combat, it's just that there's almost too many spells and not enough options on how to use them because right. you have you start with the one wheel and you can get up to a total of four but four? trying to switch between the different wheels in combat is tricky because you have to hold the r2 button and then press the directional button yeah and like i've known that noticed that it's not quite as responsive as i would like it to be because mm-hmm. there's been times i'm like trying to run around and i'll just hold the, r- the r2 and then press the direction button quickly and let go and it doesn't register it. Right. And so that, that would be like my biggest complaint is just there's so many spells and so many combinations I could do mm-hmm. that I'm kind of stuck. It's like, okay, well, I accidentally have two reds, a green, and a purple on this wheel, but I need a yellow right. for yeah. this yeah. shield. So I think that would be my one complaint is just there's so many spells. It's almost like it, at times it feels like there's almost too much mm-hmm. that you can't get to as quickly as you might want. Yeah. And yeah. If, especially if you aren't ready for combat. You can do things to like edit the wheels while in combat and it not like continue attacking you. Right. But if you have a spell coming your way that you didn't notice when you went into the menu to change your wheel, then you get hit as soon as you pop out of the menu. Right. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. I will say I do like the fact that they actually do. uh, When you are making changes, they actually do pause what's Mm -hmm. going on outside of the UI. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's blessing and curse. I, I, if they could slow it, if, if they could, give the option so it's more like something like god of war where it slows things down significantly maybe a touch more than god of war does yeah um i think that would kind of be the sweet spot for it but i appreciate that they were thinking through like hang on we've got we've gotten a lot of options but we we've presented a lot of options to the player Mm -hmm. let's give them the time to choose yeah and i will say like realistically you don't need all of the spells and mm. so it's like it, that's partially on me being picky and be like, no, I want to use this curse and this and this. And yeah, this it's and like this. a cosmetic yeah. kind of thing where like right. you don't necessarily need it, but it's fun to have. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so it, it, there's like if you went into a combat with a yellow, a purple, a red and a green spell, you'd be golden. That's mm. really all you would need is yeah. one of each. But I like to just cycle through and do a bunch of attacks or string them together. So it's like I'll Leviosa someone, hit them with a few spells, Accio, hit them with a fire spell, and then like do something else when mm-hmm. they're close in. Or I like to freeze them and then hit them with the fire because you can get an upgrade where when you hit them after they've been frozen, it sends like a small shockwave out and does ice damage to other nearby enemies. Ah, and so it's yeah. like, well, that's cool. I want to string those together. Yep. And so it's me like just being indecisive on what combos right. I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll come back to that real real quick. I want to get to David's answer like what what some of the the favorite things you've seen so far. So part of it is just the the way they've crafted the story with the mechanics. Mm-hmm. It's very well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um so for example, what I'm referring to there, it is very obviously a school setting. Um and they allow that to be the means of giving you tutorial. Yeah. So it's built in without a, oh, and then you have the voiceover actor for the character stepping out and saying, press the L2 button and no, no, stop. Yeah. You're ruining the immersion when you do that. <laughs> yeah. They didn't succumb to that at all. They're like, the school setting. Yeah. Have it while they're doing the little mini game to learn the new spell. Have the teacher give a voiceover of just make sure your wand's moving in a snappy direction, uh, snappy 
form. Yeah. Whatever the case is. But it helps give the impression that, well, yes, you are doing this very distracting minigame. Mm. Your character isn't. Right. Your character is actually learning the proper wand movement and blah, 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. So it still keeps that illusion of, no, no, no. This is your character that you are merely observing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you pointed that out because I, I think that the way that they did that was very well done because there's so many games that the way that they like you have to go through the unlocking mechanics is just really frustrating. Mm. <clears throat> so it's like, <clears throat> but this has a storyline behind it of like you're learning yeah, how to I, actually do this. Right. Stuff, yeah. I kind of compare it to like the uh, Jedi Fallen Order, for example, where it's like he lost the ability to do some of these old force techniques because he had disconnected himself from the force. And so there's this actual story driven element behind it. It's not like just we locked you behind a wall because reasons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes through the flashbacks of like, this was your childhood training. Here you go. Right. Right. And they even (laughs) comment on like with this one, how it's like you are joining as a fifth year, which is very rare and mm-hmm. unusual. And so it's like you're going in with a complete lack of experience and you're just immediately behind the curve. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to kind of make a quick uh, connection here because it's it's what's pinging in my head um, <laughs> is it's very much like D&D um, because it's almost like a, a warlock that multiclassed as a wizard where like. They they have that innate ability, but then they were like, you know what? I need to learn more spells. Yeah. So I I'm gonna uh, go to school for it. I'm gonna get my spell book, and I'm gonna you know stuff like that. Um, that's what it feels like to me mm-hmm. when I when I started playing. I was like, oh, okay. So he knows how to do magic. He's been taught some things that he already knew how to do. Yeah. And now he's just perfecting and learning more spells, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing to to be able to put that in a video game and i liked how they kind of explained it in the beginning it's like okay you were given a loner wand so you can do some very basic spells so that you can just do the absolute bare minimum to get into hogwarts Mm -hmm. and i haven't gotten to that part yet of getting the new wand yet yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's it takes a little bit to get to it because you have to get through some of the quote-unquote tutorial and like if you're anything like me you get immediately distracted with the world right oh yeah yeah (laughs) absolutely (laughs) <laughs> um, I will say another thing that's really enjoyable to see because we didn't see him in the movies, but they emphasize the point of why he was such pain in the butt in the books. Peeves is actually <laughs> a part of the storyline. It's not just a he's yeah. there. It's a no, no, no. He's going to screw with you. Yeah, yeah. that's the guy. The like very um like jestery yes. thing, right? Yeah, like. The way that they have Peeves interacting with you throughout the world and the the school, it's like it's so funny and just yeah. like he'll randomly pop up and just be super loud and it's like go away, I'm being <laughs> stealthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I barely got to see a little bit of him. I think he was like floating above some of the students yeah. uh, in the very beginning. I like yeah. how, like, oh, hey, I know that name. <laughs> and it's funny, like you can just go to random areas in the school and he'll pop up and everyone hates him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yes. just like this on running thing is like literally no one likes Peeves. Uh-huh. Like. <laughs> or how, uh, okay, minor spoiler. One of the characters that gives you a side quest at one point in the storyline, um, admits like, yeah, I, I shouldn't have done this thing. But I mean, Steve, Peeves stole them first. And anyone you talk to about that quest in game, is it like, oh, he stole them from Peeves? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's basically just like, oh, you messed with Peeves? Cool. Yeah, yep. we're, we're good. <laughs> good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 
Um, yeah, but I mean, when it first came out, uh, had friends asking, colleagues asking, like, "Oh, what do you think of the game?" And my tongue-in-cheek response was, "It's basically the best parts of Bully and Fable thrown in together with with Harry Potter dressing." And the more I think on it, no, that's actually spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I haven't just, played either one, but everything <laughs> okay. that like. I've heard of Fable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest things that's really stood out to me is just it genuinely feels like it's just a love letter to the fans. Yeah. Yeah. The attention to detail, the design, the the way that they bring in the lore from yeah. the world, mm-hmm. which like it, it's that typical like collecting like, oh, crap, there's a bunch of things on the map I have to go find. But it's like it's adding to the lore. So it's yeah. not like it was like Assassin's Creed 2, for example. It's like I just spent six hours finding all of the feathers. Why did I do this? Right. Yeah. yeah. I regret everything. Yeah. It's like, but no, these are all components in in the right. in the game mm-hmm. to right. build your your um and there's actually potions like, re- and stuff like that. Yeah. There's yeah. actual rewards for doing it. So it's like if you collect a certain number of uh, random scrolls around the map, bam, you unlock this cosmetic item, yeah. or you unlock this, or the, so. It, it's just the way that they did it. It definitely feels like they just. It feels like it was a game that was made by fans. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing that I I feel like this this culture is severely lacking in is like people think that fan service is a bad thing. It can be certain times. It's the way that it's done. Right. Exactly. It depends if you're focusing on a subset of the fans or the fans at large. Exactly. If the if the actual fans are getting involved and saying, hey, we want this. Yes. Then, yes, cater to those fans. Yes. <laughs> and Not the ones that are just like, we we watched the movie. <laughs> you know, like, yes, I just watched the movie and I, I haven't read the books yet, but still. You did an audio book, didn't you? No, uh, I read well you, part of one, the first one. Oh, see, okay. there's the difference there, though. Yes, you've only seen the movies and not wa- read the books, but... How many times have you watched those movies? Right, exactly. And how much? <laughs> I mean, you've got you've literally got a Harry Potter Lego set behind you right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the love. It's the actual love for the the series and the lore behind it and everything that I feel like the whole fan service thing. Like I feel like they they should cater to that more in in those games. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that, that's yeah. definitely been one of the biggest things that stood out to me is just, again, that passion and that love and respect for the source material and just the way that it was delivered. It was like, it, it's not like just a studio, just it, I kind of compare it to like, or like it's the complete opposite of like Square Enix's Avengers game. It's like they very much capitalized on that because they wanted to make money. Right. There wasn't a passion for that. There wasn't this love for the source material in the Avengers game. Whereas with this, like it is the complete opposite. Yeah, yeah. There's I mean, not microtransactions everywhere. There's a love and a care, attention to detail and care for mm. this world. Yeah, they they didn't emulate Mr. Krabs with it. <laughs> I like money. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is a huge testament to what happens with your product when you actually listen to your customer before they are your customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's and not, not many yeah. games I've seen that have had this level of hype right. coming up to release. Like yeah. I've seen some games where it's like certain sects of the fan base were really excited for it. Yep. But like 
this game was, I mean, like it was already breaking sales records before the game came out. Yeah. It was already the number one selling game on PS on, on the Sony PlayStation store and, and on Steam. Steam. And yeah. it got there on the Xbox store before release. Yeah. Like regardless of whatever the reasoning may be behind that, there was genuine hype yeah. behind it. Yeah. Yep. All right. So kind of bringing it back to, I said I wanted to come back to one of the things that you said, or a couple of things that you said, actually. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. is, um, so number one, um, and I I was trying to figure this out myself in the very little amount of time that I've I've played it, but the different colors of the spells. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know what each one of them is, or because I I feel like it's red is like offense, so, red is well, damage. So it's not as clear cut okay so red is damage yes red is like there's Most only your one that is attack. a one there's only one red spell that's not purely damage based mm-hmm. and that is the um shoot i'm forgetting the name of it but the one that they cast to uh disarm thank you so which i guess is still technically an offense because you're putting yourself in more of an advantageous spot for the offense yeah right um, yeah it's not damage dealing it's disarming so, right yeah. Yeah. exactly but, but it's yeah, still an it's offensive still intended for offensive purposes yeah and then there's the yellow spells and those are more utility so, kind of i guess yeah um well no i think the blue is more utility okay the yellow is more of like a support so you can do the yep. leviosa you can do there's a freezing spell which is an offensive spell but you can also use it to freeze the magical beasts in place so that you can capture them right, and right, stuff right. like that. So the yellow is more of like a support type thing. Blue is utility. That's got the um, Accio. That's got the Luminous. That's mm-hmm. got the Wingardium Leviosa, which is stronger. You can actually control and guide yeah. the things. Isn't uh, Alohomora as well? Uh, uh, Alohomora is a... Uh, Essential spell. Yes. Essential. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. So essential spells are spells that are, are, are classified color? by the game. They're not. They're not. Color. Okay. So they are classified by the game as, as effectively oh, as. Oh, that's right. Because they're on the D-pad, right? Uh, they're some. Yeah, some, well, yes. All. But the like typical the, um, usage is in cutscenes or in special interact. Right. Okay. Like, like there's a lock picking spell that you don't have on your wheel. You can just do it when you get up to a lock. Right. So, that's right. a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then there's the uh, the Sorry. purple spells. No, it's just like pushing people back or pulling them or like Accio to pull them towards you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and more control, more control. Yes. Yeah. And then the green one is the curses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's a difference between the light green and the green. Light green is more stuff that you do in your your uh, your needed room of requirement. Oh, um, yes. So, yeah. yeah, there's the light green, which is like the um, spell to like. Oh, uh, transfiguration transfiguration uh, okay and yeah. like changing the appearance of the items transmutation transmutation yeah, yeah so stuff yeah. like that and then the dark green is the curses right. okay cool 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 awesome thank you for uh clarifying that for me because i saw them and i was like all right so i feel like like what you were saying is like trying to put them in the different wheels is yeah. like i feel like one should be a t- like attack one should be defense and that's the thing yeah. there are like, some that like you can mix, mix and match so yeah. for example if you're fighting an enemy that has a yellow barrier around them mm-hmm. you can use leviosa to pop them up in the air and the barrier goes away and then you can start doing your attacks okay or if they have a purple barrier around them you can do accio to pull them towards you get rid of the barrier and do your attacks so it's like 
there's different things like that. If there's a red one, hit them with one of the red spells. Barrier goes away. So mm-hmm. it's yep. like there's actual uses and purposes behind all of it. Okay, yep. cool. Nice. And so even the like the more support or utility spells still have a purpose. Yeah. Like the light blue ones don't have a purpose in combat because again, that's just like luminous and right, stuff like right. that. So it's like, and, and the, um, you can uh, disillusion. disillusion. So you can like make yourself go invisible and do more stealth stuff. Oh, nice. mm-hmm. So it's like, they don't really have a use for straight on combat, but they are good to get you into places or like sneak attack on enemies and stuff yeah. like that. Which I'll point out. Um, I love the fact that they made Petrificus Fatalis a uh, a like the, an essential spell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is your stealth takedown. Yeah. And so oh, it's like nice. instead of like yeah. a, it's like your stealthy assassination from like Assassin's Creed, you just get up behind them, petrify them, and then they just freeze up and nice. drop to the ground. And it's yeah. like and it's cool too because you can sometimes if an enemy is close enough, they'll pick up on the sound and they'll go investigate, and you can use that to like break up a group of enemies. So it's like petrify over here one of the enemies goes around you can like sneak around the side and get the other one and then go and nice. finish yep. off the last guy it, so. it makes me think more of uh oh, it's definitely assassin's creed but also like um wonder uh uh no it's uh dark knight um batman oh arkham oh, arkham. Yeah. arkham thank you yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> any of the very arkham much. games very much very like much. distract do that over here. Distract. Do it yeah, over here. The, yeah. the yeah. combat system is very very fluid. Yeah. Fact, didn't, very didn't avalanche break off from Turtle Rock? No, Avalanche did the uh, uh, oh, Shadow of War. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, they were inspired by uh, they, they did share a talent between the two, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. Anyway, don't quote me on that, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, two, two more questions, um, two more answers. Well, two, yeah, two more specific questions that we'll probably get to more but um (laughs) so number one is um uh what is what are your guys favorite spells and i won't answer (laughs) because i haven't gotten far enough (laughs) you're asking the the recreational lock what his favorite spell is (laughs) (laughs) that's true absolutely uh, okay for essential spells for actual spells you cast in the game just the feel of it and that I pulled that off. Um, is going to be um, oh shoot! I want to say uh, uh, oh yeah, damn it! It's it's the basic fire spell, but once you start to level it up, it gets freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, because it goes from just a simple small like fire spray in one direction to that plus an AOE firewall. Oh, nice. <laughs> that like spreads out from you, and so like yeah. if you get into a pinch where you're just like oh crap, I'm surrounded. <laughs> 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 Um, and a close second would be, um, Combusto. Combusto, yep. Okay, yep. cool. Nice. My, oh, sorry, favorite, my favorite is a combination of Glacius and Combardo. It was just like freeze and then cast the fireball from a distance. It explodes out and does the fire and the ice damage, a little bit of a radius near them. It's just, that one's a lot of fun. So I was like, I do those two together as often as I can. <laughs> and I got my first curse and was able to level it up to where... I can curse an enemy, and as I'm attacking them with even just the basic spell, it sends out cursed orbs to, to nearby enemies and curses them as well. Oh, and so dang, if you're nice. surrounded by a lot of enemies, it's a good way of doing a little bit of a crowd control. Mm. Because once they're cursed, they stop attacking. Oh, yeah. So you may not like get all of them to leave you alone, but if you can get like three or four out of the ten to leave you alone, you're in a much better spot than if all ten are coming after right. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, nice. 
personal note, I'm going to try to do my first playthrough of this without using any of the Forbidden Curse outside of primary story. I've not gotten to a point where I've learned any yet, so okay. that may not be feasible. There is a way to do it. Okay. It, it will be based on a decision wheel when you get to that point. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. That worked. Appreciate it. Okay. So the other question is, and I'm actually going to answer this one before I forget it, um, is what is your least favorite thing so far? And I'll, I'll, so, I'll answer, my, answer it first because it's the one thing that I asked um, my brother-in-law about and he was like, yeah, no, they're not going to put it in there, is um, apparating, disapparating. They did not end up putting that in there. Like, there's something that looks kind of like it that I saw him do, but I was just like, ah, why can't they put that in there? That's like bread and butter. Remind (laughs) me what those are. So it's teleporting. Okay. What the house elves do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not in there. There is something that's close-ish. Well, Uh, yeah, like they have the... Like with your... uh, There's an upgrade for your dodge. Where if you hold the dodge button, you do this like teleport thing off the yeah. side. Right. Uh, it's kind of like a white light. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that yep. as well. It's very similar to it, but it's only short distance. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's dodge. not something your character inherently learns again, like 12 hours in. Um, but there is that as an upgrade you can do as, as a talent. But it is frequently used in the storyline. So is it controllable? No. Is it there? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I, I would have much rather them make it controllable to where like you can snap to somewhere you need to go. Like they did it in a way of like with the, the, um, the green, green flu, Oh, uh, the uh, flu powder, flu powder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to where you can go places easily like fast travel. Yeah. But I feel like they could have upgraded that a bit more and been like, okay, now that you're a bit farther in, you can, do it on a whim yeah oh, okay I, I see what you're saying whereas the flu powder is the fixed points this would be more of hey no no no. i want to go specifically here right uh there's there's enough flu powder around the map that it's not really a big concern and once you unlock the broom mm, even if yeah. you're like 50 meters away yeah okay cool i will yeah. be there in a jiffy with the broom so i'm right fine. yeah i will also point out the the controls for your broom were confusing to me at first yeah but then then i had had the epiphany the other night that they're not controlling a plane they're controlling a helicopter right <laughs> yeah so it makes perfect sense when you think of it that way uh where you have to worry about hover you have to worry about intonation tilt mm-hmm. not just y'all pitch and roll yeah so it it makes more sense to control it that way where one stick does um your elevation and everything else is typical move yeah and speed i i only saw a little bit of how uh my brother-in-law was um was playing it and i was like it's a little weird i i can see how you can kind of get used to it but at the same time there's been plenty of other games where you can fly and it's easy enough to do yeah you know with a regular flight pattern like once you kind of get the hang of it it becomes second nature. Like it's just yeah. that initial, like, okay, which button does what? And it right, feels yeah. so good once you get get the hang of it. Because <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I could be on the Quidditch team. <laughs> well, they, like kind of throw you in fairly quickly with that and make you get used to it because you immediately yeah. have the it, it tutorial and the the challenges. So 
Yeah. Like you pick it up pretty quickly and you it's it's a little bit of a trial by fire in a way, mm-hmm. but it's like a much more easy way. It's just like, okay, here you go. You're going to learn by doing hands-on instead of us putting a bunch of text on your screen. Get to it. Good yeah, luck. There you go. Yep. So again, it, it, it's, it's the, they did it by the storyline yeah. and, and that's it's, so cool. And I like love with it. all of the stuff like that, or even like the, um, the Accio challenge with the balls on the yeah. scoreboard. Yep. It's like, it's reverse shuffleboard. There's nothing wrong <laughs> with losing. The only thing that's going to be hurt by you losing these in the story portion is your pride. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. was so close to winning the, on the first try. I was like, oh, because <laughs> I got the did you did I, you win? I won through challenge two on the first try. Nice. <laughs> I I had gotten the first one on on like the yellow mm-hmm. or yeah, because it's it's red, yellow, green, right? So uh, I don't remember. Red, yellow, or, green, blue, red, yellow, green. Oh, blue. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I'd gotten it on the ye- the first one on the yellow. Then I repositioned, pulled the second one in, hit the other uh ball into the uh, like the uh, higher ones and it was just like nice. yes and i, I just realized I missed the, score, on the last the one shuffleboard for that game is the same as the spell colors uh-huh. i just uh, I, oh oh yeah is just, it? nice yeah yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> red yellow green blue I, I just like just clicked that when i read it off i was like oh wait a second <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah I, I i enjoyed that like aren't those like the hogwarts <laughs> colors though yeah so it's like both the spells and the house's colors. Yeah, because yeah. e- each one has their own um, like color scheme, obviously. But like each one, yeah, has a primary color. Yeah. Right. Um. Another thing I want to point out, and this is actually it's going to sound negative, but I'm. It, it, this is actually kind of to to the developers' credit. Mm-hmm. There's. Gaming history behind this. Not going to get into it. Um, the way loading is handled mm. is mm-hmm. so exceptionally well done that the few times you have to deal with it, those two to three seconds are absolutely <laughs> maddening. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it doesn't hit often, but when it does, it's just like mm, slow yeah. down my groove. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like- only does it not hit often, it doesn't hit long. For those exact reasons, yeah. it makes yeah. it all the more painful to sit there. Like, yep. no. It's like when they originally came out with that with Arkham. It was like, okay, I can just walk in a door. Great. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah. then when it glitches or whatever, it's like, no, I want to just walk in. <laughs> yeah. yep. it's, it's, it's just enough immersion breaking right. that you notice a little like, loading what? bar <laughs> on the door. And, it's, and then it goes away and you're like right back into the immersion really quickly. Yeah. But it's like just that split <laughs> second. You're just like, <laughs> hey, at least it avoids the Halo 2 effect of, oh, look, background loaded in. Hang on. They're talking. Who's talking? Oh, look, character. Oh, they're low poly. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the mass effect. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, the inverse ragdoll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for mine, there's two minor complaints I have. One is when you're flying around on the broom, you can't just fly into Hogwarts or into Hogsmeade. Yeah. There's that barrier that prevents you from flying into that. And I'm just like, okay, it's open world. I'm flying around like th- these are all wizards mm-hmm. in this area for the most part. Maybe some muggles, but for the most part, everyone is magical beings in yeah. the, within this area. So why can I not just go and land in the city? Yep. You are, I, like, I can't sit there yeah. and destroy things. And you made it, it made it to where I can't land on the roofs. Fine. 
but at least let me fly into the city and land on the street. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason why I can't do that. It's just... And it would have been nice for them to, like, make a reason for it of, like... Right. Even right. if it was just storyline driven of, hey, they have a barrier over right. the city. Well, I mean, visually just... they do, but it's never stated. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's more so, I think, just for the way that the game is set up, not actually, like, intended as part of any sort of story or anything, whether it's stated or not, it's just kind of there. And so like, that would be my biggest thing. And it also like, if I'm in the middle of Hogsmeade and I want to just like hop on my broom and just fly off to and towards my objective, I can't. Right. So I either have to run out of the city until it lets me get on the broom or I have to fast travel to a different place and then get on the broom. So that's like one gripe that's annoyed me just because it's like, there's really no reason for it Mm -hmm. other than maybe just trying to get everything to load in. Yeah. I will say though, it does kind of give you the wizard wizarding equivalent feeling of stepping out of your car while it's still moving (laughs) in in a game. So I mean, there is that trade off of, it just kind of makes you feel like an absolute (laughs) (laughs) like, yeah, I'm new to this. I'm a fifth year and ha. I didn't even have to stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, so again, it's it's a minor complaint, but that is something that's annoyed me a few times because I'm just like I'm just trying to get here because I'm out of inventory slots. Just let me sell my crap and go back to right. exploring. <laughs> yep. And so like that that's probably the thing that's annoyed me the most. My second complaint is going back to what I was talking about earlier with the sensitivity of the wheels mm. when I'm in combat because there's been times I'm like just trying to cast a spell or something. And I'll absolutely, absolutely accidentally fat finger one of the D-pads. And ah. next thing I know, I'm on an entirely different wheel. I'm like, why am I going invisible? I was trying to cast a fireball. What is this? <laughs> so, yeah, like the sensitivity, it's, it's a little inconsistent. There's times where it's like I'm trying to do it quickly and it doesn't do anything. There's times I'm not even pressing the D-pads and all of a sudden I'm on a different wheel. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I think you have a bit of a Ron moment at that point, right? <laughs> where it's like trying to cast a spell, but it, it's a broken wand. So it's like. <laughs> Uh, I just cast a different spell than I meant to. Well, yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, there's there's nothing more on you. frustrating when you're fighting a troll and you try to glacius the troll to stop from being hit, and you go invisible and just eat the hit. And it's right. like, yeah, cool. I guess I'm dying now. That's <laughs> fun. <laughs> Actually, on the note of combat and gripes, and this could just be my lack of skill, I find it exceptionally difficult for whatever reason. Once you get past five enemies, it scales stupidly hard it can be really mm. challenging i've i there was one side quest that was like a five stage gauntlet and mm-hmm. yeah and it like i struggled with that it took me several tries and i had to leave and go buy a bunch of potions and items to help me with the combat and like granted i think that that's intentional like the chinese cabbages that you throw out to like yeah. attack enemies those do a surprising amount of damage and i learned that after like five or six times of dying in the gauntlet, and I just went and got those. I was like, all right, just help me get through this troll. Even if you do like 1% of damage, that's 1% I don't have to worry about. Exactly. And then I like kill a wolf, turn around, and the troll's at half health. I'm like, but how? What? Did I just do that? <laughs> My what cabbages! Yeah. Cabbage, <laughs> man came, cabbage Man came back with a vengeance on that one. Uh, just imagine what those cabbages are doing to your, uh, to your colon, too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. Like the there is definitely a noticeable scale <laughs> yeah. with the number of enemies. Like once you do get past that, like I would say like once you get past four, there's that noticeable increase. Like up to four, like it can be challenging, but it's not too bad. But once you get past four enemies at a time, then it's just like, oh crap, I'm getting overwhelmed quickly and I'm not able to fully register everything. Right. And it's like 
And then there's some instances where if they start to get into a chain, you're just like block, 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 block. Yeah, right, like, where your only my option turn? is, I need to attack. is right. run and let them single file as they chase after you. Yeah, or yeah. just start Dark Souls rolling out of the way until you just start casting. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> roll, roll, roll. <laughs> yeah, I I do like that they did work in the ult attack mm, um, mm-hmm. with the ancient magic, mm. and that they vary it. Um, oh, so okay, so there's like three different ways that it can trigger, and it's at random. It's all RNG mm. on how it triggers. Yeah. So there's one oh, where I've seen that. That's yeah, okay. there's one where it's basically like Thor. summoning Zeus or Thor <laughs> on them. Another one where it's it looks more like a. Uh, looks more like a final fantasy summons minus the massive deity in the background Mm -hmm. (laughs) where it just kind of picks them up and then they're gone (laughs) well what's Uh, interesting is they change a little bit depending on the enemy okay so So it's like complete rng is depending on the enemy right okay so like the one that you were just describing where you pick them up and kind of slam them on the ground you can't do that with the troll because it's a big troll of course so instead you're pulling on their club and then you just let go and it smacks them in the face. Oh, that's funny. So it's like you're basically playing tug of war with their club and you let go and just make them smack themselves with their nice. own club. That's great. And I, I just realized that for the smaller enemies, the ultimate attack is basically good God. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another one that's like it's immediately what with I the spiders, <laughs> the big spiders, you pull it up in the air and shrink it down and put it on the ground in front of you and stomp on it. So oh, see, I, I would have rather been like you pick it up and then the legs just go. <laughs> well, they're trying to keep it family friendly. Ah, that, that and also that was the Hobbit, not Harry Potter. Right <laughs> now on the note of callbacks to the original series that were poignantly hilarious. Um, there's a series of collectibles in the game and there's a side quest starts off and it's it's called follow the butterflies mm-hmm. okay and if you recall in chamber mm-hmm. of secrets ron's follow constant, the spiders yeah follow the spiders follow the spiders why couldn't just be follow the butterflies yeah. <laughs> as they're walking into this <laughs> into this web infested area of the, of the forbidden forest guess where that mission starts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's that awesome. was a fun little callback i like oh that. yeah um, another thing, and I've not seen it confirmed. I've also not seen it denied. Um, the uh, the guidebook, uh, your game journal in game, mm-hmm. um, looks as an asset a lot like the descriptions of uh, Hermione's book. She's always counting in the first couple books of Hogwarts: The History. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So effectively, another collectible, but also how you keep track of your quest, the map. Uh, blue powder points mm-hmm. it's effectively you're the one compiling the book you're the one compiling that book oh so i've not seen it denied yet but i will also caveat that i have intentionally been avoiding it because spoilers abound online right <laughs> right so also yeah. if you're looking at getting into this game be very careful of what you were reading beforehand yeah <laughs> i would say if you can avoid internet as much as you can before yeah. playing this game because i've been except for our podcast yeah we're intentionally being careful with this one but we're and there's over also, 30 minutes in i think we're past that point guys we're also <laughs> not we don't have a comment section for the jerks to put spoilers that's so. true yep. very true yeah i i got stung by the spoilers on a youtube comment section so i have not i'm sorry so i'm okay yeah. <laughs> 
And I'm on Facebook every day, so. Sorry, man. <laughs> I guess that's what I get for commenting on sarcastic YouTube channels. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I never comment. <laughs> I usually don't. And I just, I saw a really good sarcastic comment. I felt the need to reply. And it <laughs> didn't, didn't work out for me. <laughs> I love the way that they have set up for collecting the magic beasts. Oh, I think the way yes, that I haven't gone that, that far yet. It's it's <laughs> such a fun and unique way, and there's different things you can do. You can either leviosa them to like for the, like the more difficult ones to capture them. The legendary ones, it's good to freeze them so you can do the capture because you have to do the button multiple times for like the little mini game quick time event. Um, and so it's like, and you can just find them all over the map. So as you start going around, you'll just see like one of the beast claw icons on the map, and it's like, okay, this is where one of the magic beasts are. So. Uh, Okay, so I obviously have not gotten to that point yet, but I was watching my brother-in-law play this, and he opened up that secondary place in the room of requirement, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the suitcase in Fantastic so, Beasts! <laughs> fun fact, <laughs> as you progress through the story, Spoiler alert, but you thank can you. unlock two other rooms. <laughs> what? So there's a total of three rooms that you can have in this. It's annoying because they do have a species limit for the rooms. Oh. And so you can only have four different species. You can have as many of those species within the limit of that room. So it's right. like each room I think is a limit of 12 total creatures. Okay. In it, but like if you wanted 12 hippogriff, you can have 12 hippogriff right, in nice. that room. And so I'm so looking forward to that. The hippogriff. I've got I've got my favorite. quote unquote legendary beast room uh-huh. and then just the second room was just like whatever else is there that i need for my upgrades right <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the legendary one do you want me to say what i have in there i don't want to like it, well it's not legendary it's more just like the cooler animals that aren't as easy to find okay yeah. let me see if i can guess real quick okay all right number one guess is thestral mm-hmm. okay so that, okay there's more then yes okay my second guess and it's the one i really hope is in there that it's probably not no not not the lego of of the dragon that i have no but, i wasn't pointing to the horn. Or, oh uh fox thank you okay i have lego <laughs> fox as well uh but no i was uh that's another cool one though um <laughs> but i was thinking of the one from fantastic beasts the first movie at the end the big bird that uh oh the thunderbird the thunderbird yeah is that in there no Oh. I think it is in the world, but it's not oh, a please. capturable one. Oh, okay. come on. That would be so stinking cool. Nope. <laughs> it's so the other quote unquote legendary beasts that I, I don't even know if that's technically what they are. I'm calling them that because they're more difficult and they're cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're in the same. Same category as the Thestral. OK, but like size wise appearance, stuff like that. So I'll give you a little hint. On Unicorn. Them. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And I said the f- the third one a second ago. Uh, Hippogriff. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have one room that has two Thestrals, two Unicorns, and three Hippogriff. Nice. <laughs> and I have two different versions of the Thestral. One that's like a greenish gray, and the other is just the solid black. Mm-hmm. I have the white Hippogriff and then a black Hippogriff. Nice. I nice. haven't been able to find a second version of the Unicorn yet. So it's oh, just okay. two of okay. the same one, but... See, I, when we were, uh, when uh, Josh and I were playing, my, my brother-in-law, uh, he 
like as soon as he had that second room or that that uh secondary room uh and filled it with a couple of the the basic ones that they had you just capture as soon as you got the briefcase right. or the the bag yeah. they were like all right we were like should we go after the hippogriff <laughs> we looked unfortunately we like we looked around the the map for a while and then we we're like okay where do we find it so we had to look online yeah. but it was just like we cheated a little bit <laughs> it was funny like when i was playing i just went to an area to do a side quest and i turned around and i did the um the Revelio. Revelio, and I happened to see a Thestral flying around. I was like, oh, well, that's where I'm going. Yeah. Screw the quest. <laughs> Immediately ran over there and like snuck up to it, froze it, and captured it. Oh and then it was gosh. like, I looked up where to find the unicorn. Because I was like, I already know that I get a hippogriff at some point. So I'm just going to wait because I think it's story driven. Yeah. So where's the unicorn? Found where the unicorn was. And, and I went there. I captured it. And I was ru- just running around trying to find some collectibles and stuff. And I happened upon other hippogriff. I was like... Might as well. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's a specific uh, quest that you have to go after a a hippogriff. Nice. Um, But by the way, what about that Thestral reveal in the beginning? I was, that's what I was reading that about was so earlier. Cool. I, I love the fact that they that. show it. Mm-hmm. Where it's it's a it, it's for those who are familiar with the lore, you can't see them unless you see someone die. Yep. Or you pardon. Yeah, you have seen quote, death. You have seen death. Yeah. Thank you. And you see this horrible thing happen, and you're like, oh yeah, there's no way he he lived through that. And it pans out, and you just see them all. Well, your character slowly like, fade into existence. Like yeah. character <gasps> turns around and looks through the front window of the carriage that they were sitting it, in. And then it pans and out as, and you just see them. And yeah. That's how they start to like manifest in front of him. And it's just like, Oh crap. Yeah. That's an eerie, but so cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law warned, or, like told me that there was a transition, but he didn't tell me where it was. And so when we got to that part, as soon as, uh, as soon as the, horrible thing happened i won't say what it was but like i was like oh no this is it isn't it and we both were like geeking out and it was like look at this look at this look at this and i'm like oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> that, that is another note i want to put on this they made the world so alive oh yeah where one of the first uh side quests takes you to one of the um uh, one of the smaller hamlet mm-hmm. you're walking around <laughs> if you're walking from Hogsmeade to this hamlet on the other side of the lake. Uh, you you come across this field and it's full of Highland cow. Uh, pardon. I think. Anyway. <laughs> and my family, we're infatuated with all things Scotland and Ireland because it's our hair. Mm-hmm. So we come across it. I and, feel you. Yeah. <laughs> and my folks are watching it and all three of us are like, oh, it's Highland kids. And then we just see this dragon swoop down and grab one and fly off. <laughs> and Dad and I are busting it out laughing while Mom's in there. Oh. <laughs> so, so a little world design thing that I noticed last night. I was just sitting there like on the map screen. And I was like looking at something on my phone because I was getting a text or something like that. And I just happened to look up as a certain creature from that beginning horrible moment is flying over on the map. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, I exited the map and looked up and, it, and like, I couldn't see it, but I was just like, that's so cool. Like, yeah, I didn't even nice. know that it would appear on the map. I hadn't that seen was, it up to that point. That was one of the first things I noticed when we were playing was he went to the map and like showed me how big the world was. And then all of a sudden I see that flying over. I'm like, 
holy crap, that's a magical map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh I, my gosh, this this game is amazing. Everybody I, should go buy it. I, I cannot. Yes. Pra- <laughs> I honestly can't praise this game high no. enough. Like, I, I have been genuinely blown away with this game. And I will say, like, out of the three of us here, I probably went in with the lowest expectation mm. because I don't. I yep. think I'm. I've got the least amount of like Harry Potter fan base within me. And it's like again, I like Harry Potter, and I've always enjoyed the the world and the movies and everything. Yeah. But I went in with a little bit lower expectation with this one, and I have been genuinely surprised. Yeah. I, I am. It's great. One of the. F- first video games that like okay the the closest it's come for me is when we got the um the lego star wars where you and I, uh, caleb and i were playing together and we were just geeking out about everything mm-hmm. oh look at this character oh look at this place you know whatever the but laughter one... when i yeeted a lightsaber at him <laughs> <laughs> exactly but like this i think just kind of one-ups it just a tad bit more because it's realistic mm-hmm. and it's just like okay this like we were saying before fan service to a t exactly what we would want yeah that like, is how I, you do fan and yeah, this is exactly. genuinely like triple a caliber like on every aspect of it like it's got me hooked into it like god of war and elden ring and mass effect and all of these other big title games that's like that I've loved playing over the years. And again, like having gone in with such low expectations to sit here and have this like excitement and love for this game that I do is like surprising. Just, just so. imagine how we feel having those high expectations <laughs> and having them met. Yeah. Yeah. Is like that is an exceeded. Yeah. Well, this, this is one <laughs> that of is a rare feeling even amongst PC video game. Yeah. yeah. Even amongst uh, Valve fans. Um, <laughs> I wonder if they'll make a third one. Sorry. Yeah, the real joke. Am I referring to Valve or Warner Brothers? Moving on. Copium. Copium is real. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, it's effectively become a, a billion dollar franchise with this one game oh, already. Yeah. So, yeah, there's got to be another. <laughs> Warner Brothers ain't dumb. They want money. So, yeah, like, it's. I, I, this is one of the few video games that. I'm at the 30 hour mark and I have at no point felt like, okay, I need to take a break and play another game for like an hour just to kind of like relax and turn off my mind for this game for a little bit. Yeah. It's just like every day I wake up and I'm sitting there at work. It's like, I want to play billion Harry Potter. I do not want to be one. <laughs> <So, laughs> it's like even games like Pokemon that I have been playing my entire life and love. I take a, the occasional break from, but this one is like, I just want to keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's so much to explore. So many detail oriented things in just inside the castle itself yeah with that it's so much to explore but done in a clever way right it's not like assassin's creed valhalla where it's just like you pull up the map and you're just like oh that's a bunch of shiny that's so much that's so much to find and it's a huge map it's just like oh what's this what's this what's this (laughs) (laughs) yeah that does get into a point everywhere (laughs) (laughs) well Well played played. (laughs) well played yeah absolutely Um, fist bumps all around (laughs) (laughs) oh that does get into a point that i brought up with dan earlier uh beforehand where they integrate things really well as far as like in-game canon and lore but to the point of at least to me personally 
they bypass common sense a little bit mm-hmm. where there's one uh there's one of the uh the merlin ch- uh, trials <laughs> where um it's very evident like no you need to push the uh, the markers uh, oh, uh, yeah. uh you, you can only push them you can't pull them mm-hmm. and uh i remember looking through it and i try everything i can at the time like hang on all everything is pointing i need to draw it in closer but it's not letting me actually lift it it's not letting me accio it oh crap i got a repulsa i can't repulsa all mm-hmm. right well let me just try walking to the back of it and try nudging it there's no mechanism for you to physically push something other than a door or gate. <laughs> Unless you have ginger powers, because I cheesed one and did it. <laughs> what? Oh, God. I do not know how. I genuinely don't know how. But I just so happened to make it work in just enough of a way that it got the momentum it needed to roll down the hill and rolled into the We're ball. talking about different ones then. Well, it's like the like a ball. I'm not referring to the bowling challenges or the or the shrine challenge emulation in Harry Potter. I'm referring to the ones where it's like the uh, it's basically like Stonehenge and you have to move the markers. Um, but uh, I don't I know that there's one where you have to jump on top of the stones to finish those. There's one where you have to bring the fireflies mm-hmm. to them. And then there's uh, one that has the orbs on top of the pedestals that you have yep. to attack. And there's one that has like fire uh, cauldrons on top and you have to light them in a certain right. order. The bowling <laughs> one is the one that I managed to cheese because okay. like, so I just I bumped into it and it's like started to spin. And I was just like, well, let's just keep bumping into it. I don't have the spell I need. <laughs> I just kept bumping into it. And it, like, it took me several minutes. But after a few minutes of like just messing around with it, I got just enough to where it like got the momentum to roll down the hill <laughs> and into the bowl. And I was just like, yeah, I don't even have the <laughs> spell I needed. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. That one, yes. So that one, yes, you can push manually for lack of a you, better term. You, not supposed to be able to right i cheesed it and found a way because <laughs> life finds a way but Caleb da, finds a way da, da, da. <laughs> oh wait no <laughs> yeah oh yeah but it's, it's little touches like that that make you they, they make you the challenge the puzzles and challenges genuinely make you think a little bit they're not these overwhelming challenges mm. like eh, just yeah. forget that i'm just gonna wait wait a couple months uh, and after i finish the main storyline and come back to it later right yeah, yeah. it's like there's it's, there's usually ways that you can make it through there's some like hard stops because of like mechanics or like spells that you haven't unlocked yet but for the most part you can figure out a way to make most of them work yeah, yeah. and again like you said before like they make you want to finish them though yeah like there there's reasons why you're doing these things you get the rewards you get story driven uh you know things out of it instead of just like oh i can just get into this room yeah right you know it's like okay well and, and like, even the class assignments it's not a hey well, turn to page 364 bing, accomplish uh, achievement unlocked right. yeah. it's more of hey I want you to learn this new spell, but before you do that, here's a little bit of, a bit of self-discipline homework. Yeah. 
And it's and okay. it, again, it fits in with the lore. Yeah. So I will put one caveat on that, though, because when I did my first class, I was like, OK, this is going to be fun. And then it was just like, here's the first class done. And that and was, was like, I think that but, was done intentionally because they want they made it to where you can just constantly keep exploring. You're not yeah. stuck doing things you may not necessarily want to do because like, well, but I you, wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there's going to be a lot of players that don't want to sit down in a classroom. Yeah. yeah. Even in a video game. So mm-hmm. it's like, I think they did it the right way because well, yes, I get that you would have enjoyed it. I personally would have felt bored. And when I went into the first classroom sequence, I was like, oh, crap, how long is this going to take? Yep. And then it just did a quick cut scene. I was like, oh, neat. I get to go back to what I actually want to do now. <laughs> and, and I'm I'm kind of in between where I mean, I'm coming from playing the Sona series where half the game is you're sitting in class. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, how are they going to spin this? Is it going to be more like Bully? Is it going to be more like Sona? And it's kind of that tweet spot where it's like, OK, you're not actually doing a quiz. You're not sitting there trying to answer the teacher's questions as they ramble on about blah 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 that you don't care about and doesn't apply to the plot yeah you're and it's not saying hey cool go to this classroom hit hit the button to start the quest and boom you're already out of the classroom uh quest unlocked no they actually show like okay your character is developing Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah don't get me wrong i do i do appreciate the way they did it i i i'm not mad at the way they did it It was just more like oh i think they could have added a little bit more than that yeah (laughs) Though, With so. how much there is to do in the world, I think it makes sense because that would have just been m- even more time. Yeah. Just yeah. for like padding. Mm-hmm. Whereas like yeah, how it is now that you can just keep so, exploring. I think the one thing that was like, okay, they could have added a little bit more to was. Quidditch. Well, that would be awesome too. <laughs> but like when you do that first spell and you're going up against someone mm-hmm. like you're, you're, I forget you're pulling it back back to you right you're doing accio mm-hmm. um yeah at that point you have accio and levioso right so i was doing one of them i can't remember which one but you're going up against the person and um um so you take it from them but then they don't take it back from you i think they could have just added that one extra little scene of them taking it back to you or from you to like Make it, oh, this is an interaction, not, oh, you're just an NPC. Let me take that from you. Yeah. You know, like okay. just that That's little fair. bit of immersion that would have added just that tiny bit more immersion, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah like, <clears throat> but um, another minor nitpick with the game. Okay. Um, when you're in shop or if you bump into a character because the stairwells are narrow. Mm-hmm. Um, the dialogue choices are stupidly limited where they will have yeah. one comment and they spout it routinely ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. And that comes down, I think to the, the world size and everything, Agreed. because like they made it so big. I'm sure they didn't have the time to put into all the dialogue. Yeah. Right. Like and I will say like out of all of the random NPCs I've bumped into with the exception of the story specific NPCs, I haven't seen the same NPCs around much. Yeah. Uh, there is that benefit. So as far as appearance goes, yeah. Now as far as um as far as dialogue though. Yeah. Dialogue specifically is what I'm going to add on. That was one. the other But yes, you're right. That is a good point to call out. Like they make it where this is a very large world that it is not just you and the story character. It is very much lived in. Yeah. 
the that was the one other complaint that I had heard from someone that was doing a review um, that it wasn't it wasn't like a horrible game breaking thing or anything, but it was just kind of some of the NPCs were just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. Like even when you bump into them, they're just kind of like, uh, yeah. so it, it it's a give and take because yeah. the there's a limitation to it, but then the and limitation just, is far superseded by the, and, and I feel yeah. like even though <laughs> it is kind of annoying to hear some of the same canned responses, mm-hmm. I still think it's better than a game like, Mass Effect, for example, which as much as I love it, there's a bunch of random NPCs around the different planets that are just there. They're not saying anything. They're not doing anything. They're always in the exact same stance. They don't move. It's like there's just like these lifeless pixels. Whereas in this one, sure, they may be saying a lot of the same things, but they're at least like doing a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It it makes me think of. And it's um, better than Lydia from Skyrim. (laughs) I am sworn, sworn to, to carry your burdens. <laughs> That's why she got Fusord odd off the mountain very early in the game. <laughs> yeah. It it just makes me think of um of Spider-Man, the PS4 game, where yes. they did have a lot of dialogue in there. Yeah. And like anytime you bumped into anyone, it was there was an interaction there. Yeah. Yep. Which I thought was cool. That was a shorter game. It was shorter and scale. much smaller scale. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's so what it, I, it did that's still what have saying, that though, uniqueness like, with the interaction. And so there's that balance. It's yeah. like the bigger the world is and the more NPCs there are running around, the more canned responses you're going to get. Because yeah. they yeah. only have so much time to work on. And the they game, only so. have so much money for all the, the voice actors. Right. Exactly. exactly. So it's like, and I'm learning all this right now because I'm because I'm looking into becoming a voice actor. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I should I should write hog, uh, the Hogwarts makers and be like, hey, I'll come do it for free. No, not free. <laughs> market, to get the, I'll do it for recognition. Market, market, market yourself a little better. Boo. You are not a deviant art artist. Okay, move on. <laughs> don't quote me on this. It's on the internet, but I don't care. And that's another one for editing fodder. <laughs> So the last thing I wanted to point out is something that none of you guys knew that I had to point out to you is the ability to change the appearance of your. Uh, yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. So like I've been, it's both surprising and not how many people don't know about that feature because they don't do anything to let you know it's there. Yep. But if you're not zipping through the menu and you just hover over an icon, you can see the button. It's like, oh, yeah, it's right there. It just <laughs> press square to change visuals. But like, and it makes sense in this game, and it's something that we were all talking about before this recording. That's like, I would love to see that in more RPGs. Yeah. And for those on Xbox, we, I, I'm fairly certain that's the X button. <laughs> it is okay. Yeah, either the A or the X button on controller. You PC users, figure it out. Uh, <laughs> figure it out. Command X seven twenty two. Oh wait, there's no twenty two. I thought it was button. Alt F four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah no and for like, you coders out there <laughs> that's, kill, that's kill tag nine <laughs> control so, alt delete anyway. just... <laughs> moving on caleb go ahead it's just being able to like equip all of the gear that's like has the best stats and it may be just absolutely hideous looking as it is, but yeah. you can just go in and change it. And the cool thing is, like, as you, like, there's a base hat that I got at the start of the game, and I sold immediately 
but I can still select that as an option for the appearance. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is actually ironically the one I've been using for the appearance because it's the one I like the best look with like the rest of the gear I'm wearing. Yeah. But like being able to just go in and change the appearance of it, even after selling it, it's just like it's in the book as a collectible. So even after you've sold the actual gear piece itself, it's there. It's an option. Yeah. You might as well bring up how that came up in our text conversation. <laughs> I'll let you go over that one. <laughs> so the way this came up in our in our text feed, oh, uh, we're uh, so Caleb and and Josh were sending screenshots of their their character sheets. Like, wow, how did you? Uh, or well, I started it and I yeah. said, hey, you guys should send the picture of your characters when you get a chance. And I sent the picture that of mine, it. and everyone was just like, oh, well, I'm just focusing on stats. None of my stuff looks that cool. I was like. You you can change the appearance, guys. You just press square, and it's like the next day. <laughs> and the next comment after you say that is sweet. I'm keeping my kilt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was the second time because we I like we had that conversation and I said it with Josh, and then you replied later showing your picture. And you had apparently missed that. And so I oh. went back and explained it again. And you were like, "Oh, sweet, I'm keeping the kilt." <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. That was it. Okay, still all right. So yes, I are dumb dumb and missed part of the conversation. Oh yeah, I was laughing. I was like, <laughs> David, read the full text. <laughs> <My bad. laughs> yeah, that's just like it's one of those little things that I really appreciate and yeah. wish that you could see in other games more often because it's like it does make a little bit more sense in this game though because I agree, of true. the magic. But there still should be options in other games where you can do something like with Mass Effect, for example. So we're capable of intergalactic travel, but I can't change this red armor to blue. Right. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. so it's like little things like that, that I feel like it should be a lot more present, even if there's not like, and I guess not necessarily present in all games, but like a game like this, where it's like individual pieces that you are equipping, it should be an option. Mm-hmm. Like in games like Spider-Man or Witcher, where you're equipping a full armor set, that's fine. Yeah. That, that makes sense. I'm not going to change. Like, I don't have to change individual things. Like, in Harry Potter, you have your gloves, hat, glasses, cape, clothes, and there's one other... Uh, scarves. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's like... it like Aren't there, like, so goggles, too? Or did you oh, say that? part already? of the glasses. The glasses. Oh, sorry. Or, 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 I, I guess, yeah. like, the face I, attire. I, yeah. I thought you didn't say it, but I So it's like, it. there's, there's six different options. So it makes sense that you can, like, go in and change it, because it's like... If you're gonna have that many things and just basing it on the stats, you're gonna look like a dork. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, and and since since we got to the point where RPGs now have your character with their gear in the cutscene, I distinctly remember <laughs> playing Lost Odyssey and the character looks like absolute garbage <laughs> because he's wearing these massive glowing luminescent green earrings <laughs> because they give the best stats. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I remember. I, w- I was watching a video on YouTube of a guy that was playing cyberpunk and it was just talking about like how advanced civilization was and like how his character was like in this super important meeting with a bunch of people wearing suits and it like, then he goes into the menu and it shows his character and is just like this like neon yellow shirt and a mini skirt and a <laughs> pink bunny hat. And it's just like, that's in a boardroom. <laughs> yep. Well, that's futuristic for you. <laughs> it, it was yeah <laughs> so yeah it's just i wish that that was something that was present in more games and it's it's again it's just one of the it's a small thing that's in this game but it's so freaking cool yeah yeah all right so before we close 
I just I want to uh, address one last thing. Um, so if y'all remember, we all took the um, the house tests beforehand uh, a few episodes back. And so I just wanted to see if everybody was still consistent on their their house or if they ended up getting something different. My results were consistent. I did not agree with them and changed it. (laughs) (laughs) My results were consistent. I stayed with them and then later found out, oh, you're going to have the hardest time progressing in the game because of your house. (laughs) Which house? Ravenclaw. Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) So if y'all remember, Caleb, Caleb and I both got Hufflepuff. And David got Ravenclaw, obviously. Caleb switched, but I did not. I stayed with my Hufflepuff. Uh, <laughs> I halfway want to quote the Grinch right now, but anyway. <laughs> I got Hufflepuff again on this one, too, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just so impressed by that, though, that it was mm. like, okay, we took it on the on the computer and got our results, and then we played it on the game, and we got exactly what they said it was. So yeah. it's I don't like, know if yes. you got the opportunity to do it. You can actually link your Wizarding World with your game, and so when you go into the game, it'll select your... Yeah. I have not done that because it's not my game I'm playing with. Oh, I'm, that's fair. I'm, I'm stealing it. Um, <laughs> you're not stealing, stealing it. You're you borrowing your it. Brother. I'm accessing it through someone else's account. You were yes. at your brother-in-law's playing it. You're fine. <laughs> As long as you weren't at your brother-in-law's just so you could play it, and that's the only reason you would go over there, you're good. <laughs> well, that was why we went over there that day. But exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there, it, there, therein lies the distinction. You're fine. <laughs> that one hangout was for that purpose. Right? Yes. Exactly. That's fine. <laughs> I did get the same wand. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I oh, did not. I, I haven't gotten there yet, so I'm... I will also point yeah. out, uh, for Hufflepuff in particular, Hufflepuff gets access to a uh, to a quest line that no other house does. You get to go to Al- uh, Al- uh, <laughs> Al- Alcatraz. Right. Alcatraz. Uh, sorry, Ooh. dang, come on, Azkaban. You get to go to Azkaban. Really? There is an Azkaban quest line for Hufflepuff. Oh, that's a bummer. I didn't know right? that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my next playthrough will be as a Hufflepuff, and I will be cringing the whole time. But still, <laughs> hey, no crapping on the Hufflepuffs. <laughs> Well, hopefully no crapping on anybody. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know that Ravenclaw has that's the most difficult character. progression. So that's that is good and disappointing information to have 30 hours <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for this uh, for this one. Again, if you've been enjoying this conversation, share it with your friends and family. But closing words, just remember it's not Leviosa. It's Leviosa. Stop it, Ron. <laughs> <laughs>